This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. This has to do with a Chilliwack school board meeting. And it's not often that we talk about a Chilliwack school board meeting, but it certainly seemed clear from following along last night on Twitter that there was something different going on there. So last night, the board was talking about whether or not they should get rid of dress codes for students. And in the end, the decision was put on hold, but it was a pretty, let's just say, vigorous debate. Now, to get more on this about what happened and to explain this all to us, we're joined now by Jessica Peters, who's a reporter with the Chilliwack Progress newspaper. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I am good, thank you. Can you explain to us what happened last night? Okay, so we have um, somewhat of a divided board uh, on most issues uh, between a, a fairly conservative group and a more progressive group. And so one of our trustees, Willow Richelt, she had um, put forward a motion to create a policy that would um, give the entire district the same dress code rather than having schools have their their own individual dress codes. Um, at the same time, she wanted to see that dress code remove restrictions that are primarily for girls and primarily around um, items like bra strap showing or or um, short shorts and and short skirts. Um, So, um, yeah, there was definitely fireworks when when that item came up. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And I understand that it really got quite contentious. Like, what were some of the arguments that were being thrown around? Um, Okay, so we had one trustee, Heather Moss, who, first of all, um, said it wasn't a um, trustee's place to create policy and to bring policy to the board, but that is not true, um, according to the assistant superintendent. Um, And uh, she was quite adamant that if girls were allowed to choose what they wore, then there would be an increase of predatory behavior around schools. Um, And she went so far to say that one of the schools already has... um, Pimps, um, pimps in the school system, um, grabbing girls that are um, dressing provocatively. I'm sorry. Does she have any proof of this at all? Um, nope. <laughs> um, I assume she must have heard something anecdotally. Um, and you know, obviously, there are predators in any community, and they do pick on on children or or teens who. Um, you know, have vulnerabilities, but um, it's probably arguable to say that um, those kids could be dressed anyway, in any yeah. manner. <laughs> um, and then we had, um, you know, uh, Trustee Reshelf, she um, very often um, spoke back to these concerns and said she was quite willing to make amendments and change her change the policy um, so that it appeased everybody. Uh, She just wanted to start the discussion. And that has definitely happened. It certainly has. So when they're talking about a dress code, then, as you were saying, are they talking about dress code for both boys and girls? Most of most of the dress codes have a very um, wide ranging thing. Well, they say no violence, no um, no swearing, that sort of thing. Um, but when it starts to get into the underwear showing, it tends to focus on bra straps. And as she was mentioning, um, girls with larger chests often have to have wider bra straps, and those are more likely to show beneath a tank top oh my God. or they a were, dress. A they were dress. talking about this at a school board meeting yes. last night. 
Yes. (laughs) And to illustrate sort of where parents are coming from, because, okay, so there has been a lot of parent complaints that the girls are getting dress coded, they're calling it, um, in the school district. And one of the girls um, got up um, with her mom in a public participation, and she was wearing, you know, a a very modest uh, sweater with a racer back um, tank top and long black jeans. And she had been dress coded in that outfit because part of her um, bra strap was showing um, between her sweater and her tank top. She'd been sent home. What? That's crazy. It's it's entirely crazy, and it's the kind of thing, I don't know which school that was at, um, but it is this kind of thing that we're hearing anecdotally that's happening, and that it's just that these dress codes are going a little bit too far and too restrictive, and Richelt's, um motion was to back off a bit and let the parents decide what's appropriate and inappropriate. Right. Okay. So then what did they end up deciding to do? So what they do with all policies is it goes to the, what they call the EPAC committee, which is the Education Policy um, Advisory Committee, and that's made up of um, two students from each high school. We have three high schools here. Um, members of the public, there's QP members, there's Chilliwack Teachers Association members, there's um, admin, and I'm not sure if there's a trustee on that. I don't think there's a trustee on that board. And so they'll go out to their, their partner groups, find out what the feel is for this sort of thing, if, if people think that this is a great, good idea a bad idea and they'll come back with recommendations for the board wow. and um, okay. yeah so so it's really it's not like as you say it's not really the place of trustees to be talking about no. um, the size of girls chests and whether they need to be hidden or not um, and it did get a little bit uncomfortable at points last night um, one of our as you might have seen on Twitter one of our trustees Daryl Ferguson mentioned that when he was a teacher um, he would feel uncomfortable to see a girl dressed in what he called immodestly um, in front of him Oh, because he can't control his eyes, apparently? I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) So that's what I was wondering, uh, because I've been following along with this on social media last night. So were some trustees actually talking about girls having to dress modestly, so therefore the boys don't get in trouble? Yes. Two of the trustees were saying that, Trustee Moz and Trustee Ferguson. They were saying it was incumbent, it was in, incumbent sorry, on the girls to dress modestly so that the boys aren't distracted. Wow. Okay. So, just... so that predators don't end up um, hovering around the school. Okay. What was the parent reaction to all this, Jessica? Did you talk to anybody in the crowd? Well, you know, um, this story has been out for a couple of days now. Um, as somebody, because um, Trustee Richelle put it on her public Facebook page, so it's got a little bit of attention. On our website, on theprogress.com, we've had a lot of comments. And on our Facebook, not today, because uh, Facebook obviously is down. Yes. Um, we've had a ton of people weighing in. And, you know, it does really run the gamut of people not understanding the situation. Or people saying, yeah, you know, my kid's getting sent home. I'm tired of this. Why is it only the girls that have to worry about dress codes? Why don't the boys have to worry about it? Um, as you know, uh, you know, t-shirt, t-shirts, tank tops, spaghetti strap dresses, that sort of thing, um, are pretty common summer wear. Yeah. And, um, and it definitely does target girls. So, um, yeah, parents parents would like a little more freedom, it seems, um, in being able to send their kids to school and not be having to cover up in a sweater on a 30-degree day. No kidding. So what in, happens in now? In schools that don't have air conditioning. Uh, yeah, exactly. What happens now? So now I suppose it will go to the EPAC committee. I think they meet once a month or once every two months. So this could take a while now. And um, and it will be up to them to decide how to consult with their, their, their groups. Or they may decide to... Um, you know, not make any, not make any um, suggestions back at all and just let it die. Um, 
Trustee Heather Moss has said on her Facebook today that she worries that the board, in quotation marks, referring to the four progressive candidates, will stack the committee um, oh and to get it to go their way. But the committee is already built. It's already a, it's already an operational committee. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of really strong feelings about this, and um, it's it's definitely something that's going to keep coming up. Um, and yeah, we're willing to hear from all sides. We didn't we haven't really heard a lot from uh, families who maybe want uniforms or maybe you know like right. seeing their kids in head to toe garb. Uh, <laughs> but um, so there's more I to just come. Got on a message, this. Yep. I just got a message um, through Messenger from David Slanky, one of our trustees, that he says there are three trustees on EPAC and he is the chair. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, there. More <laughs> to come on that. A minute. <laughs> All right, Jessica, thank you. All right. Well thank you, Simi. That is Jessica Peters, reporter with the Chilliwack Progress Community newspaper out there.